0: Welcome to the English Language Institute of Singapore's podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Ang. Here with me today is Master Teacher, English Language, Miss Serene Lai. Serene has been an educator for over 20 years and was a Head of Department before joining Alice in 2015. Hi Serene, happy to have you here. Hi Audrey, thank you for having me. Serene, what is the place of multiliteracies in the context of writing and representing?
1: If we refer to the definition given in Dr. Tae-Mei Yin's podcast on an overview on multiliteracies in EL teaching and learning, we are reminded that multiliteracies is an expanded notion of literacy that involves the linguistic, cognitive, sociocultural, and developmental dimensions as stated in the EL syllabus 2020. In the context of writing and representing, students who are multiliterate, have the ability to use a combination of text and semiotic modes to create multimodal texts for an intended purpose, audience, context and culture. They are able to select, organize their ideas and use semiotic features effectively such that it contributes to the intended message of the text. As teachers, it is important for us to teach students to notice the semiotic modes in the rich texts that they come across daily. They need to learn how the semiotic modes are used for different purposes to convey the intended message so that they are able to make use of it to the best effect when they produce multimodal texts.
0: Why is it important for our students to be able to write and represent multimodal texts?
1: That's a really good question that you raised, Audrey. Our students now live in an age of technological innovation where there is an abundance of audiovisual and digital texts. Can you think of any student who is not familiar with Instagram or TikTok? Multimodal texts are commonly found in almost all aspects of our lives. The ability to communicate using the appropriate visual content on these digital platforms is so important. We are familiar with conventional texts that present information in a linear fashion. But multimodal texts make use of a combination of visual, audio, oral and nonverbal cues to convey meaning. The reader also does not necessarily read from the top to the bottom. There are moving images and sound, and the reader interacts with them to make meaning. So it is important for our students to select and combine text and semiotic modes effectively
0: to convey the intended message to readers and viewers. Given the importance of being able to write and represent multimodal texts, what can teachers do to develop multiliteracies when teaching writing and representing skills to their students? I will offer three
1: ways for teachers to develop multiliteracies when teaching writing and representing. Firstly, teachers need to teach the metalanguage of the semiotic modes and the effects they bring to multimodal texts. This enables students to be conscious of their choice of semiotic features to convey the desired message and to create impact on the reader when writing and representing multimodal texts. When students know the meta language, they have a common language to participate in rich discussions on how semiotic features can be employed for a variety of purposes. They will also be able to explain their choice of semiotic features. When creating multimodal texts for a specific purpose and audience. Right, I've noted
0: that. What are the other two ways?
1: Secondly, teachers should model for students how they use and combine semiotic modes to create meaning. They can use a think aloud to show students what goes on in the mind when one goes through the process of selecting, monitoring, and evaluating the use of the semiotic modes teachers can make visible the way the considerations are taken into account when combining text and semiotic features for an intended purpose, audience and context.
0: I can see that if teachers teach the meta-language and model for students how to use semiotic modes to create meaning in multimodal texts, there will be lots of opportunities to talk about the effectiveness of these semiotic choices on the reader. You are spot on, Audrey. In addition to the first two ways,
1: here is the third way for teachers to develop multiliteracies when teaching writing and representing skills. Teachers can facilitate rich discussions with students to analyze and evaluate how semiotic modes are effectively used in multimodal texts. This enables students to apply similar considerations and explain their semiotic choices when presenting drafts, or when offering peer feedback for revision.
0: You have just explained three important ways for teachers to develop multiliteracies in the teaching of writing and representing. Can you describe how it will look like in a writing and representing lesson? Sure. Let me describe what a teacher can
1: do. Now, imagine with me, students are learning to design a publicity poster for a school open house. This poster would be put up on the school website to invite P6 students and their parents to visit the school, interact with the teachers and students, and be introduced to the range of learning experiences provided by the school. Teachers should begin by activating students' prior knowledge of school open house experiences. They could guide students to analyse samples of school open house posters. They could get students to notice and evaluate the content choice of words, and semiotic features in these sample posters. Students could also focus on the writer's choice of colours, the facial expressions and gestures of the people. They could also talk about the layout of the text and graphics used in these samples. Teachers should use these sample posters to teach the meta-language of the semiotic modes using a blend of explicit and contextualised instruction. They should also include opportunities for students to generate and select the appropriate ideas for their own posters. What else can teachers do? Well, earlier on, I mentioned that teachers should make visible the thinking processes they go through when selecting, monitoring, and evaluating their choice of text and semiotic features. So in this example, teachers can use a think aloud to demonstrate how they weigh the options of colors and font types that would best represent the school identity. During the Think Aloud, teachers should articulate the considerations to be taken into account when selecting photos for the poster. The facial expressions and gestures of the students in the photos should reflect the school vibe. After that, students can go on to apply the same considerations when drafting their own posters. Is that all that teachers need to do? There's more to a teacher's role in the teaching of writing and representing, Audrey. When the students have produced drafts of the school open house poster, teachers should facilitate rich discussions with students on their choice of text and semiotic features. It is important for students to learn that their choices must take into account the purpose of the school open house and the target audience, which are the prospective parents and their P6 children. Teachers should also guide students to evaluate how effectively the text, graphics, and layout are combined to portray the school as
0: an attractive option. All of this has given me much food for thought about planning exciting writing and representing lessons. Thank you, Serene, for giving us your perspectives on developing multiliteracies in the teaching of writing and representing. My pleasure. And that's it for today's podcast. For this episode's show notes, do visit our podcast website at go.gov.sg forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening.